the the more deep into this parenting journey we get, the more we find out that travel really is a solid foundation for us. It's the reason why we do so many things for our kids. And it's, it's the reason why we're close as a family and why they have different kinds of education than, than other kids. Welcome to Imperfect Parenting. I'm Ariel Green Anderson. My name is Matt Anderson. We're bringing you raw, real, and unfiltered stories from around the world. Are you an IP parent? <laughs> yeah, I will. Well, I love that excerpt from uh, my conversation with Garrett and Mandy Bowler of Connected Family talking about travel and making it accessible and easy and affordable and a connected experience. That's why I love that it's connected family because uh, there's just so much of a mind sh- mindset shift. That's what I wanted to say. That sounded different than I meant to. <laughs> and uh, I can't wait to share that with you. But I'm going to pause for just a moment just to say thank you so much for being here. If you're coming back, then, you know, thank you for continuing to show up. If you're new, then welcome to this incredible international circle. I'm so honored to have you here with us. And uh, I like to feel like we're in a gathering together, sharing information. And in the dark moments, you're validated and you kind of nod and go, oh, I'm not alone. You feel that way too. And in the lighter moments, you know, it's we're creating inspiration for that which you want to create on your own path and purpose. And that you know, is the main reason that I'm here, that we're here, is that bringing you into that access of joy and health and vitality, whether it's midlife pregnancy and fertility or, you know, sharing a story like this about what people are creating. And, oh, this is so, when you hear this, you're going to think, oh, I'm, I'm figuring things out. I'm doing things and I'm sharing that with my friends. Maybe that can be a business too. Maybe that's something that could support my family in a natural, beautiful way in the way that Garrett and Mandy have done. Uh, this is not one to miss. Definitely uh, pause it and you know drive and then be waiting in, in line at school in the, in the car lineup or doing a project in the house and listen all the way to the end. You're not gonna wanna miss one bit of this. There's some incredible moments that you're gonna just nod your head and think, oh, this aligns with you know me and you and what you wanna create as a, as a world traveler. This is, uh, something that I'm so happy to share. I've been hanging on to this a little bit because of our world madness, and I'm really excited to share this now. So without any more hesitation, uh, rambling on about my excitement about this podcast, I'm going to just share this with you right now. And uh, definitely, if you have any questions, you're welcome to connect in with them. And uh, there's some great um, things in the description as well. You can always write me at Ariel at imperfectparenting.net. All right, here we go. This is Mandy and Garrett Oler, Connected Family Travel Accessibility. Ah, oh, this is exciting. Here we go. Hello, it's no. Garrett and Mandy Oler. Nice to see you or hear you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so where I'm looking at your art back there. Oh, it's just, you. it's just a map. That's oh, it. it's a map. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wait a minute. What is that? It, yeah. it was that the mic changed the shape. Oh. So I was like, what's that? No, no, it's okay. Oh, I just said. Uh, that's funny. Threw me yeah. off. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, our, uh, that's our client travels map. So uh, we still, we need to redo it, but uh, places all of our clients have traveled, our travels all get pinned on kind of this big map. So it's kind of fun. I love that. I love that. I, um, I did that before we moved from Prague. I had a huge map of all the places where people were listening and communicating from, which is just so much fun. You just feel yeah. like the world gets smaller all of a sudden. It's kind of exciting. So that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Well, before we dive in, I would love to just, uh, to what you're doing and why we're here today. And, you know, I want to hear more about what you're just saying about your client travels and the math and that journey. I would love to just know what brought you guys to this moment as far as your individual and joined stories and why that makes sense with today somehow. 
or not. <laughs> but <laughs> sometimes yeah. the places Whether are very, connected very or very disconnected. Different. You still want to know. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Absolutely. So like we had always traveled as kids. Um, Garrett's travels were more local and I was fortunate to have a grandfather who saw the world, you know, <laughs> every year he went somewhere and, and he took me on a few trips. Um, I, he took his own kids off, you know, often. And so I was one of the youngest grandkids and I got to go, I got to piggyback with them a lot. And I didn't realize that when I was a kid, but I was so fortunate to be able to see all these places. I was a super grumpy kid. I just didn't, (laughs) I didn't appreciate anything. And I remember being in Alaska and being this, I hate this place. Why are we here? This is so dumb. There's nothing to do, you know, just horrible. So uh, even though I had these like grumpy attitudes about travel, I just, I got to go a lot of places. And as a young adult, I knew that that was going to be something I wanted to continue. I had big dreams and aspirations for studying abroad and doing all these things. And didn't happen the way that I wanted it to. But um, when we met, we actually said we would never meet, we would never date or marry anyone from our own state. And, and we still did. We still did. In fact, I even specifically said the county that he's from, I would never marry anyone from that county. (laughs) And luckily we found each other in, in the sea of all the weirdness that we live in sometimes. But, um, and when we got married, we, that was one of our first discussions was like travel was got, has got to be a big thing for us. And we're going to figure it out no matter what. So we took a big trip, spent a ton of money, had this big epic, like, oh, it was great. We loved it. But then we got like stuck in life, you know, this mortgage and everything. And we looked back at some point, we were like, this is not how we wanted our lives to be. We didn't want to be controlled by all of our payments and everything. So we started to kind of pare things down. I sold my car and we were one car family for a while. And then we had, you know, we just had little things that we started doing to save money and to really realign our goals and just started traveling a little bit here and there. And then we had kids and we were like, we, everybody tells you, oh, don't take the kids. Don't do that. Don't take them. That's just, they're never going to remember. They're too little. It's what, it's not safe. It's, you know, there's a hundred things they tell you. And we didn't really, we're like, yeah, you don't, you don't know us. You can't tell us. So, so we just started taking them on little trips and gradually it's become bigger and bigger trips. But, um, the more, the, the more deep into this parenting journey we get, the more we find out that travel really is a solid foundation for us. It's the reason why we do so many things for our kids. And it's, it's the reason why we're close as a family and why they have different kinds of education than, than other kids. So it's, yeah, that's kind of in a nutshell, that's like our, our family journey so far. We have two boys, they're 10 and 13 and they fight like every day. And, you know, we're not super parents. We're not, (laughs) we're not exempt from all the things, but, but they, I don't know, they have a little bit different perspective on things, I think, because of the, the adventures that we've been on. So. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, just to add to that, you know, we, we, we also wanted to fill the holes that we feel like we had, you know, in, in some of the things we had growing up. So, um, you know, Mandy had a lot of travels. I didn't have so much, but we both feel like we kind of missed out on really a good intentional time with our parents. Um, but also kind of that, um, practical world experience that, that really is the ultimate teacher, right? And so, you know, as Mandy said, we uh, travels become an integral part to our to our realization that that's that's where I think more of our education comes from is the experiences we have in life. And for our kids, we want them to be, you know, good world citizens, that kind of thing. But um, and then as far as you know, kind of adding a little bit of detail to what's brought us to this moment, you know, we've we've started a business and incorporated that, that philosophy. Um, we were able to kind of find ways that we could travel, even though, you know, we didn't make a ton of money and do a lot of the things that people feel are necessary in order to travel. We and both so, just had normal jobs. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we weren't making a ton. So. Yeah. 
so those nine to five jobs and, and, you know, we were able to discover kind of this world of travel hacking and points and miles um, that could be leveraged for people that weren't necessarily traveling all the time. Um, and so that's, what's got us out the door and allowed us to have these, these manifestations, these realizations of the goodness that can, it could travel can bring our family. So the business has really just evolved around that revolved around that, just helping other parents understand that same knowledge that we were missing, um, of what's possible. So, um, and as any business we want to grow and growing requires conversations and talking to people and, and, uh, hoping that people are listening. Absolutely. And, and, you know, one of the reasons why we're here, you know, the three of us right now is because, uh, I love supporting any family or person that is growing something that's, that's connected to their lives. It's not just a business plan, but it, it's a part of their values, their core values. Mm -hmm. And I, I love that about you guys, because we're right on board with you about, you know, the world education or travel education going beyond your circle. I think having that core community is amazing and important, you know, to have wherever your community is, but sometimes your family is your your community, right? And, uh, and that flexibility that you're creating in your children and in yourselves, just by experiencing a different environment, whether it's a different county, which even just one county over, as we know, in the US or different parts of the world, just a few miles away can be such a different mentality. It's not that you have to go to Nepal, or, you know, Timbuktu, but just, you know, shifting your environment, which I think a lot of us have on the mind in the last, you know, bit of time for sure but there is often that limitation in the mind so many people oh i can't afford that we're not rich or we're not this and i know that listening to you i wish that i had figured that out earlier it wasn't until i had a boyfriend who <clears throat> had a wealthier family who said we're, we're gonna travel around the uh, europe and i was like i don't have money for that are you crazy but what you brought up um mandy about choices you know changing or shifting your choices that you make in everyday life can open up the world to travel. You know, yeah. do you really need two cars? Do you really need that kind of car? Do you really need to go to that restaurant? You can still have fun and still treat yourself, but you're making a choice about um, how you want to move forward and how you want to do your life. And, and I've watched people, I think I, I'm thankful to have you guys on to remind people that it is possible because that's, actually our whole philosophy and everything through my own coaching is everything's about it's possible because I lived 22 years in a country, Czech Republic, where the, the MO is it's not possible regardless mm -hmm. of that's what people would say before anything. Oh no, it's not possible except for travel. Interestingly enough, poor as anybody could be, they would still somehow manage to travel the world. So, you know, and this is a conversation we didn't have that often with Czechs. Like, what are you what it was also often about what you're saying. It's about choices. They'd say, well, you know, I didn't, I said no to this so that I can say yes to this. And especially with family, I think that what you said is so true. People just avoid it. Like, oh, it's ominous. It's too scary. It's too intense. But I don't know about you guys, but didn't you, I often found that it really wasn't that different, especially when the kids were small, when Ella was small, if I was home or I was camping yeah. somewhere else in the world, or I was in a hotel, it's the same kind of like, get up, they need to eat, they need to play, they need to nap, you have an experience. I mean, it was not that different, except you're doing it somewhere else with that, you know, opening your ideas to different foods, different um, accents, you know, even in the US, you've got different accents and mentalities, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and, and that's kind of how we plan our trips as well. We don't we don't tend, uh, at least not anymore anyway, we've kind of evolved, but we don't tend to pack everything into these big elaborate trips where we're doing excursion after excursion after excursion. You know, the kids, the kids have a say too. We help, we allow them to help us plan our trips and we get their input. And, you know, at, at least I like to say everybody gets at least one thing that they really want to do in the trip, you know, and, and then we fill in the holes where we can, but like they, um, they get, they get their say. And, and it's usually something that's pretty normal. You know, they don't, they don't have a, a whole lot of high expectations for, for our travels sometimes. And they, 
they um, they get to see things in, you know, in normal things in a different light. We went to Paris and we went to some local parks and they were just playing with the other kids there and, and having a great time. Um, they actually learn French in in their school here. And so they we went over there to kind of practice French. We thought that'd be kind of fun. And um, just seeing them in, engage and interact with the other kids in the park that was a total normal experience, but it was a travel experience. They got to see, they got to put their, their education into practice. And, and, you know, our oldest, it was really funny. He, he actually was very kind to a lot of the other little kids there were at home. He's a little bit bossy and a little bit, you know, he kind of picks on his brother a little bit. And over there, he, there was a, a little boy who was kind of bossing his sister around and he said, no, 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 be nice. And like, let's play nice. And, you know, he was encouraging this other little French boy to be, to be nice to his sister. And we were like, what? (laughs) It's not what we do at home, but good job, kid. What what world are we living in, in the moment? Um, Yeah. And, and it's so cool to see because, you know, as we, um, you know, before we took that trip, uh, our son, and he was only seven or eight or nine at the time, um, but he wasn't really invested in the education that we had chosen for him to learn this language. Um, but by taking that and seeing the reality, seeing the life that's in this language, um, it totally changed everything for him. So uh, he was, you know, a willing participant and wanted to learn French and felt proud in his abilities. Um, we've actually, we removed him from that program for a year this past year, but we're looking to, to, put him back into kind of the, the, the kind of the scheduled stream of that education. And he wants to go back and learn French. So, um, so yeah, that's definitely another part of, uh, and not just travel, but just doing things with that, in, with that intention is how much it um, uh, creates that buy-in, you know, investment in ourselves, uh, you know, when we can learn in that way. Um, to see to see the the realness of what it is we're learning, whether it's history or language or music or you know whatever. Yeah, it well, starts to come full circle. Yeah, you 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 bridged the um, the gap, you know, because often you know you're reading the book or you know they're having you. Jean Paul spoke to you know Charlotte, and you're like, okay, mm-hmm. that's great. But now you know there's the you guys created this bridge so he's like oh I can actually communicate with other kids more I can have an experience like that's way more of a motivator than just going through the books and doing your lessons which is phenomenal and also just the the different ways in which people are by taking your kids around to different places they're getting that opportunity to see that right and wrong is different everywhere so you know what we what you and you're part of of your world, you know, what that looks like versus, you know, New Orleans versus Paris is different how people parent, you know, you've got the people who scream and control more, you've got the freestyle, you've got all these different um, ways in which, you know, also helps with the appreciation, hopefully. <laughs> and, yeah. and, you know, just opening your the mind, as you were saying, the educating, you know, in a world education, it changes perspective which then, you know, allows so many beautiful things to happen because, right, these kids are our future, right? Yeah. So what they, how they perceive the world is powerful and you guys are a part of that. And mm-hmm. not only for yourselves, but for other people. And yeah. how, so tell me about a little bit about how you have translated or how you are translating that into, um, so wait, before I go, into that, I have to ask because it came into my head <laughs> earlier. What, at what age did you guys, uh, start the letting kids be involved in the planning of of your t- trips and you said it was kind of normal things but did it alter things in any way that was noticeable for you as far as did it slow things down you kind of hinted about something but I'm just curious more specifically because I can hear I can already hear some of my parents out there going Ooh, that could be scary, scary, you know? (laughs) So really the, the, the crux of it, the, the pivotal point in which we started incorporating our kids uh, was actually a trip to San Diego that we took. The kids were, how old would we say? So it was 2016. So yeah, six and nine. Sorry. I had to do the math in my head. (laughs) Um, But we, we had planned this 
awesome vacation from them with things they we knew that they would love. Um, we were doing Legoland and SeaWorld and the zoo, you know, they love animals. Like um, if, if we laid out a map of San Diego, these are all the things they would pick on their own anyway, at least. So we thought, so we plan this vacation, but we don't really clue them into where we're going, what we're doing. Uh, none of it. We wanted it to be a surprise. We thought, Hey guys, we're going to go on a trip. Yeah. And, you know, we woke them up that morning and said, well, we've packed your bags. Here we go. We're getting in the car. We're driving, you know, and, and love it. And, and, you know, we've seen, you know, a few of those Facebook videos. We definitely wanted that moment where the kids are like super excited. And I think that those videos are doctored and they're all a big lie. <laughs> now we do. Anyway. Because when we got <laughs> there, and, sometimes it's, yeah. 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 <laughs> when we got there and kind of the journey down, we road tripped it instead of flying. So, you know, we had 10 hours of driving or whatever to do. Um, by the time they got there, they really just weren't bought in. They weren't excited about it. They, um, mm. you know, they were for the most part excited once we were, you know, in the park or in the zoo doing the things. Um, but, you know, and our first reaction was, you know, what a bunch of ingrates. Um, <laughs> grateful but- <laughs> children we've raised. Yeah. After we did all this, right? You yeah. hear your parents' words coming out of your own mouth and you're like, exactly. oh, shutter right. goes, yeah, gets up yeah. your spine. But the lesson we learned is that our kids need that same buildup, the same excitement. We had six months to be excited about this trip. Of course, they're not going to be as excited as we are. And so we, we learned that the anticipation, the excitement of a trip is not only just as important, but it's vital. Um, so that's really the pivotal point. And, and as we've traveled, you know, you know, with each subsequent vacation, we've included them more and more and, and age is certainly a factor. Um, but Mandy took, uh, Gavin on a 10 year old trip. So this would have really been just the next year, um, where he had pretty much mostly all control over everything over the itinerary. Um, so it kind of culminated in that, but, um, but yeah, it depends on the trip. It depends on what we're doing, but, um, but it's, it's vital that they're bought in. And so we have a lot of different strategies for how we do that, depending on where we're going, but, but we certainly just didn't try and include them in all, all and any of the travel aspects of the planning that we can. And after we did that 10 year old trip, it was such a success that we actually decided that was going to be, uh, you know, a tradition that we had in our family. So we're at, we're in the midst of, uh, planning our youngest of of letting him actually plan his 10 year old trip. And, you know, it's, it's interesting. They're totally different kids. The older one is, is definitely more planning and, you know, considering things and being pretty meticulous about how he wants his, his day to be. And the younger one is like, I don't care. Let's just see animals and water and hang out, dad, (laughs) you know? And and so it's, it's been really fun to see their own personalities come out in that, in that as well. But, you know, you mentioned, a lot of your audience might be like, Oh, that's scary. How do we let our kids do this? You know, don't, don't be, uh, don't be afraid. We don't give them carte blanche. They don't get, you know, there's a budget, there are guidelines that we have set. And we, if, if they suggest something like, for example, we're going to Alaska in a couple of months and, um, they wanted to do a dog sledding tour and the only ones we could find were out of a helicopter that took you to the top of a glacier. And we thought, well, wouldn't that be great? It'd be beautiful and amazing. I'm sure. But at minimum, it was like $900 a piece. And that was just a lot of money that we weren't really planning to spend, but we did a little bit of research and found that in the summer months, they actually do dog sled tours on, um, on the gravel or on, you know, on like trails and things. It's a different kind of sled but we're going to do that instead. And so we took their suggestion and their excitement for this one thing kind of brought it back into reality for what we could really afford. And, and so, and, you know, made it work for us and they're just as excited about this other option as they were, you know, in, in the beginning when they had this grand expectation of all the things that we could do. So I think, you know, we let them, we let them brainstorm with us. We, we research things. We binge all the YouTube videos of everybody else who's done some of the same things. And, you know, we're, we're doing this together as a family. And then, you know, we, we pare things down as a family and we talk about 
what's the purpose of the trip? Why are we doing this thing? Are we going because we just want to sit on the beach all day? Or are we going because we want to learn about the culture? Or, you know, what what are what are the purposes that we want to accomplish here? And then they buy in because they're involved from the beginning. And, and then we get there on this trip and they're so excited. They can hardly contain themselves because they, they have built up to this excitement, you know, and, and they get to do these things that they've envisioned for themselves where, you know, in the past, they, they really didn't even have an idea for what to envision or what's possible for them in these locations. And, you know, so they get there and they experience it and they come back and they're like, oh, remember that thing we did? That was so cool. And, you know, and they still talk about these trips that we've taken. So it's, it's uh, definitely, it's working. Whatever, yeah. whatever we've done is working. And, and in- another, a- another cool aspect of it is on the flip side too. So we've given these, given them these opportunities to build the excitement and then appreciate, you know, what they get to do. But there's also a better freedom for the things that weren't fun. Um, so if we go to Legoland on a, this surprise trip and the kids hate it, um, you know, we as parents are like, you know, these ungrateful children or whatever. But, you know, if we allow them the time to plan and the space and the freedom to be like, yeah, I really want to go to Legoland. And then if they don't like it, you know, it gets more to the environment of, oh, well, we researched it. We thought we'd like it. We tried it. We didn't enjoy it. And now we just get more information for the next time. And so, um, you know, it's just leads to better conversations, more respect between, you know, parent and child. And, um, and it's allowed us really the understanding to, to realize that our kids are people too, um, with all the same, you know, preconceived ideas with all the same likes and dislikes and, and, just because we know what they think they'll like doesn't discount um, the fact that they have an opinion that they like or don't like something. And that's just as valid as, uh, as everything else. And so, yeah, it's just gives offers better communication on all fronts. So, and, and they know too, there's going to be at least one thing that we do on the trip that not everyone buys into and not everybody is super excited to go, to that one museum or to go to this one mom loves these things. And we're doing this for mom because mom really wants to go. How long is that hike? (laughs) (laughs) They'll, they'll actually be less combative about it because I don't want to say they're like taking one for the team, but you know, that they support each other. They support us as parents. They know that, that we have things that we enjoy and, and so they'll be okay with it not being on their top priority to do the thing, they'll get through it. And, and usually we know because, you know, parents know at the end, there's something that, that they'll realize they really enjoyed, or they'll discover, Oh, we saw this really cool animal on that hike and we would never have seen it because it's pretty elusive or, you know, there's something good that they can pick out of it, or they can at least be happy and enjoy and just kind of move along and, and, you know, it also helps them tailor their expectations too. Like it's not everything is going to be super awesome and that's okay. Yeah. Well, I, I want to applaud you guys, first of all, for being willing to sort of let go of control, because I think that that's something that, you know, we all at different moments of parenting kind of have to dive into, you know, and I definitely, as a, as somebody who was a late mom, I, I definitely see it right, right at the top of my head, that difference between what I thought I was going to do as a parent and what I actually did and yeah. what, how, where I was willing to let go. And I listen to you guys and I think this is where I see the most struggle, you know, when I'm sort of doing the imperfect parenting, you know, coaching is really like, it's the struggle is in the, the attachment to certain things and the trying to predict and control things instead of, I, I love what you guys are doing, this sort of letting go into the fact that yes, your kids are people too, but you're, you're, um, you're giving them choices, but within the realm of things you're comfortable with, you know, Legoland and, you know, whatever you're not get, saying, you know, um, yeah, we're going to drop the drop North pole or whatever you know? on their own. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, you're giving them choices within something you're, you're comfortable with. And then you're, you're getting them, you're giving them these incredible life skills. I just love that you're putting this out there. I know you're all listening out there and I, I really just want you to listen to this piece because you're, 
we did this. I was working in business a lot before, and it's exactly what we'd always tell the managers. It's like, you have to have buy-in. You have to allow people to be, your kids are, are taking responsibility for the choices you guys are all making together. And therefore it does shift the energy. It shifts the everything. So exactly what you said, that piece about, oh, we thought it was going to be more fun. Well, okay. But you're, you're helping them also to, to work with that moment, which yeah. a lot of times, uh, it's just, it is easier and faster often to just plan it and do it. But, you know, um, you know, like a lot of things like organizing the house, right. It's always faster if you just do it yourself, just do it. but you yeah. know that if they don't, if they get involved in it, they actually might keep it cleaner for a couple seconds longer, maybe. So maybe. same thing in the holiday. Yeah. <laughs> so I love that you guys are doing that because it's such a, it's such a, I mean, I just hear all these life skills when you guys are talking about just how they're going to really enter into the world when they're not with you guys, how you have evolved them in so many ways and given them the opportunity to experience and, and uh, just make decisions. That's a really big thing, you know, that school doesn't always give you or, you know, in the schooling, like if they, if not all parents have this opportunity or they don't see that they, they don't see the possibility of how you can do this just in everyday life without making it a big, huge thing and you guys are just doing it so beautifully and fluidly through travel yeah. and now you're teaching other people so yeah. I love that yeah. <laughs> we, when we had initially created this company we called it expats and begats and it's it's kind of a funny term it rhymed it was great um, but it was we stemmed it from this possibility that we wanted to move abroad that we wanted to go uh, you know and, and full-time travel as as they call it and we wanted to spend a lot of time really immersing ourselves in each place that we visited because we never felt like we got enough time there. And so that was this great concept we had until we found out as we traveled more with our kids that that just wasn't going to work for them. They have their own things that they struggle with, you know, their own mental health issues and, and, and I have anxiety and, and they both have anxiety and, you know, and, and we deal with some, some real issues that can put, a, a real block from, from us actually getting to do that full-time travel thing. So we actually did a main, a, a massive pivot. And we said, look, this isn't really the life that we're going to have right now, maybe in the future as they grow older and, and they're learning more about themselves and, and we learn how to better support them in, in the struggles that they have. Maybe we will do that, but for right now, this is us. And this is, this is what normal people can do um, you know, without having to sell your house and without having to just give everything up and go out into the world, you can take trips on a regular basis. And, and, and that's, you know, what our company is all about. So we, we actually renamed the company. It's called Connected Family Travel um, because we find that travel is the best way for us to connect with each other. We put everything else aside when we're traveling. You know, we, we don't have our work obligations. We don't have mm. all of the outside things that are going on. We, we really just connect with each other. We learn about each other. We learn what our struggles are and our strengths. And, you know, and, and so we're together. And, and it, was, it was a really good pivot, I think, for us because it, it meant that as we talk to other families, it is more, it's more relatable. This is something that that anybody can do. The, the programs that we teach are accessible to anyone. And, and, you know, we were talking this morning about what, what the message really is, and it's just to get out there and travel more and, and travel in a way that maybe is a little bit outside of your comfort zone. You know, uh, a lot of people where we are, where we're from, they haven't ever left the state and, and we live in a beautiful state. We're from Utah. Um, we live in a gorgeous state and great. There are a lot of things to do here, but there is so much beyond even our, even our borders, you know, and, and then beyond that into other countries. And, and so just, just to take that extra step out into the world and discover something new, it doesn't have to be scary. It doesn't have to be uber adventurous. You don't have to look at the influencers that are going to those places and, and plan your trips around them. You don't have to push your kid off into a shark tank and deep dive with them in Australia. Like it doesn't have to be that it can be whatever you choose it to be. It can be your intentional family purpose. And, mm -hmm. and that is really just, this is really what we're about. I mean, 
we're normal. We're just, we're just trying to be normal parents who are raising our kids and, and trying to help other parents do the same thing because it, because it is possible. It's, it's a reality that, that is accessible to anyone. Thank you for, oh. And and we use that term normal lightly. I I don't think there is any such thing as real normal. I think there's the illusion of normal and then there's reality, which is, I don't care if you're a movie star, you're rich, you're poor, you know, beyond the, whatever goes up on social media, everybody has crap happening. Excuse my terms, but there's (laughs) just, that's life. Humans get together and things happen. Right. So thank you for your intention because that intention is, uh, I think a lot of people, you know, right now we're in the midst of it. People are trapped. They're starting to travel again. And there's, uh, I, I had a friend who we were both going to go on the same trip and I ended up things changed. And then I was sort of relieved because I realized they had like 20 things in a tiny amount of time. And I remember thinking, um, and she kept messaging me about how all the fights they were having. Now that happens anyway, little kerfluffles can happen, but I was thinking like, there's so much like, um, the expectations. I realized they hadn't aligned their expectations. One of the people, you know, in the the lot of the family, you know, just wanted to relax. One wanted to do lots of activities. One, one, you know, and I love that you're reminding people it's okay to, you know, sit down and (laughs) might have to let go of a couple of things, but you might gain some things like you were talking about, you know, that each person might get to kind of put their, you know, 10 cents in there and, um, and shape things. And, but it's also that opportunity for that connection is so powerful because we we're busy in our daily lives. And then I see people do the same thing in their vacations or their holidays. And where's the connection? And as an, I used to do, I used to be an international school teacher in Prague and I had kids from everything from mafia and, you know, the, the ambassadors to local kids all mixed together. And they all said the same thing, which is exactly what you're talking about. I just want time with my parents and some of them didn't have that opportunity, but all of them, when I would tell them, like ask them what their favorite memories were or what was most important to them, if they really got real and they put down their Prada phones and they, whatever, they said the same thing. Like, you know, honestly, I just want to like have connect with my family. So I love that you're putting that, that strong intention out there. And so can I ask you, how are you guiding people through, this like can you tell me how this translates into business how that's supporting these families to find it figure out how to make it happen not not only financially but on a mindset level because that letting go that you're talking about like being really present with one another I see it's not just the the kids you know with their devices and their you know I just need to send one email how do you create that and how do you help others to do the same you know all that I know you can't tell us step by step, but just give us a sense of if what if somebody was to listen to this today and they were to contact you, how what happens next? So, um, it's a it's a, it's a <laughs> lot sure. of a, it's a lot of a really good question. <laughs> sorry, so, sorry, I can't help it. I just want people no, to be fine. prepared and to, to lower the anxiety of what's next. I mean, yeah. you know, I've seen a couple of your videos, but it's you know, <laughs> yeah. well. Let me ask, uh, let me answer your question a little bit more philosophically first. And, oh, I love that. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, because it really does come back to mindset. So, you know, so many clients that we've helped or so many that we could help and have just never taken that step are usually in that same place of fear or, you know, like a scarcity mindset, like it can't work, you know, I've tried, um, you know, all of those kinds of things. And so that's really who we like to talk to are the people who don't feel that it, it's, that it's possible to travel or to travel well, or, um, you know, they, they dream of taking their kids somewhere and they just don't feel like it's a thing. And we, I think COVID has kind of increased that um, scarcity mindset in some ways, because we're seeing people traveling, like they're never going to get to again, like COVID uh, made them feel like, I, I, I haven't been able to travel for a year and I'm never going to get to go again. So let's, you know, throw caution to the wind and, you know, do whatever we want to do. And so some people are going to destinations where they, they don't enjoy the experience because of the limitations that that particular location has or whatever, um, because they didn't really want to wait. 
So like they're the worried biggest, that they, they, the borders will close again. So they better hurry up and go to Australia, even though they never plan to go to Australia. That yeah. Kind yeah. Of thing. Yeah. 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 Or like, I've always dreamed of going to Paris, but instead of waiting until Paris is like normal, fully <laughs> opened where they can do everything again, oh, they, no. they book that trip instead of what they really needed was a beach vacation to just get out of the house. So, mm-hmm. so purpose comes back to it, but the thing that, that really stands in most people's ways, or at least the thing that comes out of their mouth is usually money. And so that is, you know, the kind of the primary thing that we are helping people um, figure out is the money aspect of it. They'll say, you know, I've been pinching pennies for five years and we've been trying to save up for this trip and we just can't seem, you know, we'll never have enough money saved up to go. And within just a, a couple of months of, you know, implementing the plan that we help them create that, that they have that plan, that trip planned. And then the next trip or two already in the works. And, and it just, it just kind of opens up their, their eyes to this possibility that, that before, you know, maybe they had considered it, but it just really wasn't something that they could, they could envision and, and envisioning things, creating that vision for what you want out of this trip or what you want out of your life plays a big part in, in how we work with families as well. Yeah. So it's not just the money. It's really something else under the surface. It sounds like. Yeah. 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 And that's something we discovered working with people is like, okay, here's your solution. You have like all these points, all these miles, it's worth this amount of money. So like, why haven't you traveled yet? And so we realized there's other things going on, but we had to like help them resolve the big obstacle. But, um, but to speak to what we do, Yeah, to speak to what we do to more fully answer your question when it comes to this idea of mindset is that um, not only is what we're doing helping them like go on that, you know, bucket list trip or whatever, um, but that they finally discover that this is like a sustainable thing, that there is this continuous influx of income. I mean, uh, when we talk about points and miles, we talk about them like a currency And so there's this regular reoccurring amount of money that they can always anticipate using for travel. And so it gives them that, um, that ability to like, get rid of that fear, get rid of that. I'll never be able to do it. Um, and not only for that first trip, but so that they can be like, yes, this is something I can continually do. You know, I can, instead of going to this place, I can go to this place instead of, our annual vacation here, I can do my annual vacation and we can do this other thing. And so um, just, yeah, really opens those possibilities. So, um, so then to answer your question at a more step-by-step process, um, you know, the, the main thing we offer are, you know, courses and workshops um, to get your feet wet, get you started, get you with the momentum um, and then remove a lot of the complexity and confusing nature to, you know, points and mile systems and help under people understand how just the average person, you know, I'll use average loosely again to <laughs> normal families um, can take advantage of these programs and, you know, leverage things that are already doing um, to get basically free money that they can travel with. Uh, yeah. And there's so many things like this where there are, there's something available. It's right there. But yeah. without you guys, they honestly are not going to be able to find it. I mean, I myself find myself, why didn't we get points for that? And what happened there? I mean, it yeah. happens to me too, even when I think I know it. So yeah. that's yeah. incredibly valuable. Well, and it's it's really cool to see people who, you know, like may have been using a points or miles program already. You know, they already have a card that earns something. And, and they'll come to us and say, well, I have this many points, but I'm afraid to use them because when I went to book it, it just looked like I was going to take one trip and that was it. And, and so then we show them, oh, no, 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 you can actually take three or four trips with the points that you've already got booked or banked, you know, and, and we show how to get a better value for those points and, and how you can plan your, you know, you're strategically planning it so that you know, those points are coming in every couple of months, you've banked, you know, that many more points. And, and instead of saying, oh, this is like a one-time bucket list trip, we can only do this once. We only have this many points and then they're gone. I mean, that's a scarcity mindset as well. There's, this is like this new, this new freedom that you discover that you have this plan that, that gives you these points 
for just something you're doing every day. You know, you go into the gas station, you swipe your card and you earn your points. And it's just this thing that you're already doing. So it starts to become second nature. And then as those points just build up, you get to take another bucket list trip and then another trip and then another trip. And, and it becomes this, this, um, you know, like I said, this freedom, you know, the, the weight is off your shoulders because you know that you can do this again and again and again. And there isn't this one ultimate trip that we've always wanted to take. And we're never going to get to do anything ever again. Now we have five trips in the works and so excited to look forward to what else is beyond those five trips and, you know, and the world that that's out there to discover because you have, you, you made one little tweak and, and it's, and it sounds so simple, but it's, you make one little tweak and you're there and, and and watching these families take these trips. I mean, it, it really, we didn't ever, we didn't, set out to have a business this way. We didn't start it this way. We had friends who came to us and said, how are you guys traveling so much? How we love hearing your travel stories. How do you guys do this thing? And we said, well, Hey, just come over, come over to our house. We'll chat about it. We'll show you how to do it. And then they would tell their friends and then they would tell their friends. And pretty soon we had all these people and we said, okay, wait, we're going to do a class. Let's do a class on this. So, you know, we're telling them the same thing over and over again. It's pretty much the same kind of thing. We, we cater it to, you know, their own travel style or their own spending style or whatever, you know, and, and each family kind of develops their own plan for what works for them. But, but we just, we just kind of meet together and we go through it all. And then at the end of the day, they tag us in all of their travel pics and they're like, check out what we saw today. This is so cool. On occasion, we're like, are you kidding me? They went there. We want to go there. Yeah. Adding that to our next list. A little bit of FOMO and jealousy involved in sometimes, but. But, but it is so much more fun for us sometimes to see the opportunities that these other families get to have. I mean, we, we have a, a client who for, you know, unfortunate situation that she was in, she just never thought that she would be able to travel with her kids until they were adults. And um, she went through our course with us became a really good friend and she is going, she, she had a trip to Japan travel that or planned that actually got canceled, which was unfortunate, but um, she has now opened up her perspective to be able to travel more. And she calls us all the time. Oh, guess where I just booked. I'm so excited. I'm going to go to this place and where a year ago, it just wasn't even a possibility. It, it, it wasn't, it wasn't even in her purview that she could ever see herself being able to go to these places in the next 10 years, 15 years. And, and now she's doing it. And, and, and one of the reasons why she couldn't travel, her husband had a lot of anxiety and and just didn't feel like he could ever go anywhere that now they're going to Europe or to Egypt together. And he, he wanted to go. He told her, let's go to Egypt. I've always been excited to go see these places. And, and, and she never even involved him really in, in anything that we did with her. She, she took the course and it kind of, he could see her excitement and he could see her potential and, and how she was going to do this, you know, without him potentially. And he said, wait, 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 I'm going, I'm going, I'll deal with my stuff. I'm going, don't leave me. Yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm just sitting here with this. I'm, I'm actually feeling quite a lot because I, I'm listening to you and I'm thinking about, I always love it. Honestly, when uh, I try not to have too many expectations, I just like to show up with whoever's in front of me. But I have to say, like, did you have any idea? I mean, even the vaguest idea when you sat down with that first class of how much you would be changing people's lives. I listened to you. No, I'm sure sh- they're no. shaking their heads no. right now no. because no. I'm, I'm getting chills because I'm thinking you are literally transforming people's lives with travel. And it's not just the travel. It's that you're opening something up. And, you know, I'm not like I don't cultishly go one direction or another in belief system, but there is something about the law of attraction or even just the vibration that how you if you open to something that things come, you open the door, the windows and you're opening doors and windows for people. That's a massive thing, like from going from scarcity of. I'll never be able to travel or take my kids traveling because I'm and whatever idea they have of what box they're in, 
You've yeah. just smashed that box yeah. <laughs> with yeah. them. And that's, that's life-changing. Yeah. That's literally life-changing. It's not just about, Hey, how can you travel? This is big. Yeah. Yeah. And, and honestly, some of it to kind of bring it back to, our, you know, the beginning of our conversation, talking about our kids and letting go. And, and that's really, you know, as we develop this into a course, um, you know, our one-on-one clients, you know, we, we've, we've seen massive change, but, um, but it's been manifest a little bit differently to us. Whereas, you know, people in this course, you know, we get to see, um, we see the transformation in a, in a different way. And, and we've allowed ourselves to see it because we've let go of ex, of the expectation of what they should or shouldn't do. Um, you know, we give them the information and, and really we're just showing them what we've done. Um, and so the expectation is, is that their path would be the same path as our path. Cause we're teaching them the same information, but, um, and, and for the client that she's mentioning, you know, the, the initial, um, the initial eye opening for her was, well, my husband can't really travel. Um, money's been a problem. Okay. I've got the money thing solved. Um, I'll just take my kids on one-on-one trips. So that's what it really mm-hmm. started out as is like, she planned a trip with her daughter, 16 year old trip. Um, and so this kind of initial uh, door opening all of a sudden, you know, open the floodgates, not because of anything we did uh, other than to show her a glimpse of possibility. And then she was able to, to see it for herself. Um, and so, so yeah, it's, it's fun to see. It's amazing. Um, and, and we relish in it. You know, I say often that I, sometimes I, uh, enjoy hearing my clients wins more so than my own destination, uh, desires, but, um, but then I go places and then, you know, that's more fun, but, (laughs) um, but they're amazing stories and they're fun. And, and, and yeah, again, you feel a little part of influence on, on these life-changing events that these people go through. So, but, you know, you take it one step further. So this daughter, the 16 year old that she's taking on this trip, what is that going to do for her in, in her immediate future, you know, in maybe it inspires her to go study abroad somewhere. And she learns something about herself that she never knew. And, and it, it really isn't about what we are doing. It's not, you know, it's not about the message that we're teaching other than, just like there, there are possibilities that if you can just open your mind, there are so many things, so many good things that can come to you. If you can just strip away some of these layers of things, these protective boxes that we built for ourselves and, and, you know, everyone has them, you, you coach about them, right? Like everyone has them in some shape or another. And, and if we can just remove them, you know, we don't, we don't necessarily go and smash the boxes, so to speak. We're, it's, no. it's a very gentle <laughs> removal. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was a little brutal. I didn't know. <laughs> so, sometimes it is a little bit like, okay, we've gone through this. You guys know better now let's do yeah. better. But, but in, in, in reality, this is just a, a, an opening of, of your heart and of your mind and of what is even available to you. It is amazing. Well, you guys are definitely this, the spark and people choose to, you know, blow on that fire or not either way, something, there's a light there to be reminded. Yeah. Um, and how, of course, each of us make our own choices of how we move forward with that, but you are opening the opportunity, which is powerful. And, uh, I have to say, because it, it was absolutely unexpected that this was the direction the conversation was going to go today. You know, I just was like, Oh, travel and affordability. That's great. But by chance, and I just love these kinds of alignments, uh, my daughter in the car yesterday or the day before said, mommy, I'd like to go do this with you. She wanted to go camping with me in a specific place that we've never gone camping together. We've never gone alone together. And I said, okay. And I called up the place and the reservation thing wasn't working. And I'm like, okay, we're still going to figure it out. And I called and it still the credit card didn't go through. I'm like, well, we're still going to do it. And so, um, literally when we get off this call, we're going to grab our bags. We're getting in the car completely random timing. Cause we're leaving for camping with the whole family next week. That's okay. Let's just do it. And do it. it was, she's so excited. The buildup of the last two days, exactly what you described 
just happens to be what we're doing. So I, I love that validation. And I love that you're, I just watch how it's affecting my daughter. And I just love that you're putting that out in the world and, you know, cool to be a part of it by accident. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's, and it, and that's the other, the other and piece of five, it too. By the way. So. <laughs> yeah. um, but your, you know, your story and the, the client story we were just sharing, like um, knowing that mom or dad is willing to put whatever on hold to do the thing. Um, mm. and, it, and it can be whatever thing, you know, it can be camping uh, on a whim, or it can be, you know, a, a trip to Japan. And the trip to Japan was the daughter's idea. Like that's, that was her location. That was where she wanted to go. And so, you know, allowing our kids a little bit more of that, like they have opinions, they have things they want to do. And, and sometimes we don't always listen the way that we should. Um, but, you know, we can provide those opportunities because they, they say, Hey, yeah, as, as a child, as a human, I value you. And here's how I'm going to show you how I value you. I'm going to, uh, still go camping, even with everything stacked against me, it feels like. And, um, and sometimes they, you know, she's five, she won't know all of those things today, but when she's 10, um, or 15, uh, she'll remember those things. And some of those other details, like the credit card, not going, those will matter more. Um, and so, so that's, that's the other thing too, when it comes to travel is, you know, don't always expect this glorious reception in the moment. Um, but always know that it's, that it comes, um, you know, fireworks, we've been pretty dry here in Utah. So fireworks didn't really happen with the same fervor over the weekend. And our kids were like, Hey, I want to do fire. Well, like we asked them, there were still a few fireworks displays that we could have done. And we asked them, do you want to do fireworks? No. On the way home last night, you know what? Fireworks are pretty and I miss them. And it's like, you know, Mandy's super mad, like 10 years we've been trying to get you to like fireworks and here you are. So sometimes it's taking the thing away. Um, but again, that appreciation does eventually come. And that, I think that's a hard thing about being a parent is, um, we want their appreciation to be more immediate, but, but it does come always. Yeah. Well, and, and in the conversation we started out with as a, as a little kid, I didn't appreciate our Alaska trip, but now we're going in, in a month and a half and well, a month actually. And, um, and I'm thrilled and excited to be able to experience it with the kids in a way that, that is exciting to them. And so, you know, that's kind of, it, comes full circle in ways you don't even realize um, in, in little seeds that get planted along the way. And, and it's just exciting to watch them grow. It's cool. Ah, yeah. Um, Before I ask you to give all the usual information, which of course will be down in our description about how people connect with you. I would love for you guys to just say what you're in the way that we could support you in your highest dream, like what would be the highest dream for you about the work that you're doing with people, your business that we could support, like in the way that we do things or how it, maybe it's what Garrett, you were saying, like listening to the, the signs or the messages that come from our kids, what would be each of you, like a sentence you'd send out to the world, like to make that come true. Um, it's a great no way to ask a great way to ask a question. Cause honestly, I think I, <laughs> I think, you know, thinking about this from a higher purpose, you know, really just um, talking uh, to put it in a word. So, I mean, you know, share this podcast episode with a friend who, you know, likes to travel or um, but even more than that is, you know, a lot of times these doors open when you open your mouth, when you say, I want to travel to this place, I want to do this thing. You tell your friends about it. You you talk about it as though it's going to happen um, because it won't ever happen if you don't talk about it. If you've been harboring this place you really want to go to your whole life, but you don't tell anybody because you don't think it's possible, um, you know, you, you talk about it. And so, and that, that not only helps, you know, anyone listening, but that's what will help us the most is people sharing their stories and, and expressing their desire to travel and, uh, because that's what, that's what generates the interest. That's what generates the, the buzz for the things that we do offer as a business. And so that would be my, 
short but long answer. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. in in a in a connected family sense, I think it really goes along with that same talking, but in a family, um, you know, or in a community or in whatever, whatever circle you have, um, talk to your people, communicate. We, we just went through a time where we could not sit in, in a circle in someone's living room and have a conversation and, um, you know, beyond the business, beyond whatever brings us in any kind of financial benefit, right? Talk to your people, um, create those connections and don't forget that that those things are are what the world needs are you know strong communities strong families strong healthy connections with each other and then as you go out into the world create more of those you know talk to the local people that you visit we just got back from costa rica a couple of weeks ago and the locals we met there were just so amazing. And the, the connections we made with those people, we, you know, that that's something I could never even, I couldn't pay money for, you know, I, I, I can't get that any other way than just to go out into the world and talk and have conversations and, and connect. And that's, I think that's my ultimate message is make connections. Yeah. Mm, thank you guys. Both of you just for what you've created that you dared to create it, you know, do that first workshop or whatever that class with friends and friends of friends that's rippled out that you are continuing forward, you know, through this mad year and a half that we've all had, you know, travel has been more mental, you know, and, you know, in the heart and uh, maybe really close to home, which as you guys mentioned, travel can happen, you know, 10 miles away or, you know, 1000 miles away. And it's about that mindset and that connection. And um, I just want to say thank you, a big thank you for what you're doing in the world. And I really hope that you guys will connect when you're listening to her, her and listening to him, you know, connect with them, check out what they're doing, because I bet you aren't traveling as much as you'd like to and maybe in the connected way that you'd like. And here's such an incredible opportunity to support another family and yourself at the same time. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for letting us be here. It's uh, that it is our core value of connection. And so getting to connect with you and, you know, in turn, getting to connect with your audience is, is amazing for us. So yeah. Well, you're my last interview for a little while. Cause I'm going to make a space to connect with my daughter before she starts kindergarten. So um, perfect timing and that it happens to be when we're literally getting in the car. I love it. So yeah, that's um, awesome. It was that okay for you guys. Did yeah. You know yeah. About yeah. yeah. I tried. Yeah. It was fun. I like yeah. talking with, um, and I haven't been to Utah in ages. Where do you guys live? We're just about 20 minutes from Salt Lake city. Cool. Yeah. My, I had, um, my, one of my partners was from there. So, uh, I've spent some time up there and, uh, of course, Park City for skiing, snowboarting, and all that yeah. stuff. But I really Park like City's, the area. Park City is a really cool place. Well, it's transformed a lot in the last 30 years for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Anyway, well, it's so great to meet you guys. I want to keep you because I try not to go over, but thank you so much for your time and for you know your kids allowing that space for you guys to do this right now. And have a beautiful day. I hope whatever interviews you have after this go well and that you get some abundance from this because you guys deserve it. Thank you. Cool. One thing we didn't really mention. Um, oh, and have, I didn't give you that. I wanted you to do that. We'll have to do it right now. Do your um, website and stuff. I'm sorry. I got yeah. so excited about the purpose. Sorry. But yeah. What did you want to say? No, that I was just going to mention. So we're, uh, we're actually starting a podcast. We're launching a podcast in about a month. And so we'll have this same type of space to be, you know, to engage and to provide more information in, in ways that um, are easily consumed. So this is exciting. This will be fun. Yeah. What's the name of it going to be? And Uh, yeah, the name (laughs) of the podcast is points miles and beyond. Um, So we, we definitely want to hit travel um, from all of its different facets. Um, But you know, certainly primarily teaching people about points and miles and how they can use them. So we're really excited about that. And we also, 
you know, it'll be a space where we can bring some of these people on some of these clients and past guests to, to talk about their own stories and, and, you know, what travel's been able to do for them. So, um, so yeah, we're excited about that. Um, if you want to follow us on Instagram, it's the best place to kind of see those announcements as they come. So, uh, we're just at connected family travel. Uh, you can pretty much find us everywhere with at connected family travel. So our website connectedfamilytravel.com. and for parents who want to, um, kind of open that door of letting their kids plan their trips. We have a guide that they can um, check out. So it's connectedfamilytravel.com forward slash kid plan, one word kid plan. Um, but they can download a guide, you know, kind of our method um, to minimize the madness <laughs> of letting your kids plan your trip. Um, but also to help you understand why it's so fulfilling. So thank you for that. Um and I'll make sure we have all the links down below for everybody. So it'll be all set. Cool. Yay. Okay. I'm so glad you mentioned that because my brain, I was so like into the moment. I, I would have put it, but I would have done it myself if not. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, you guys take care. Have a yeah. Enjoy day. your trip. Yeah. Thank have fun you. camping now <laughs> and next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's going to be madness. It's going to be really hot here in California. So, but yeah. we'll, we'll find a fan or something. Yeah. You'll make it work. <laughs> find a big tree. Yeah. Victory, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right, All you right. guys. Take nice care. to meet you. <laughs> nice Bye. to meet you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to our Very Imperfect Parenting Podcast. If you'd like a little more like live coaching sessions, then jump into facebook.com backslash IP parents. You can also write me at ariel at imperfectparenting.net or jump on that site for other resources like book reviews and other fun things. If you would just share with one person or let one person know about this podcast, that helps us a lot. As well, we have Patreon with extra privileges and have a beautifully imperfect day. Thank you so much for being out there.